This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Right, I mean, it's an absolute, an absolute honour and a privilege to have Kurt Brandon from Theatre of Hate, Spear of Destiny, Dead Men Walking on the Chelsea Fancast. Uh, what, what Kirk doesn't know is that uh, in the early 80s, I, I split my life between following bands like Spear of Destiny at the Palais and the Lyceum and then Saturday afternoons at the bridge watching the likes of Kerry Dixon. So that is am- it's amazing for me to have you on the show, Kirk, I've got to say. Thank you very much. That's brilliant. Thanks. You, you gave us a lot of pleasure back in those days, and you still are now. We'll talk about that later. But the first thing I've got to pick up on, uh, you did this yeah. amazing tweet to me not so long ago. Uh, you've got a fascinating family connection to Chelsea. Your grandfather was at the first Chelsea home game at Stamford Bridge, wasn't he? That's correct. That's absolutely correct. My, um, my cousin, uh, David McCleave, who's... Um, uh, about ten years older than me, he uh, I was went round to his house in Wimbledon not so long. Ago. I hadn't seen him since I was about fourteen, although we speak on the phone every five or ten years. And uh, he said, "You know something? You know your grandfather." I said, "Yeah." He said, "You know we're all Chelsea." I said, "Yeah, of course we are." He said, "Well, your grandfather was at the actual first uh, Stamford Bridge game ever when he was like a teenager, a very young teenager." I said, "You're joking?" He said, "No, it's absolutely true." He's very proud of it. You know, well, you know, when he was alive, I mean, he died in the seventies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was really, uh, you know, fantastic. You know, my dad took me as a boy. You know, four or five down to the down the bridge. We stood in the shed. <laughs> Why he took me to the shed? I don't know. Well, it was the only, the only place to be, Kirk. It was the only place to be. I mean, so that would have been what? That would have been uh, late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, well, 60s, yes, you know, and um, I, I got some real memories of that, you know, going there. I was only a little lad, you know, 
and there's all the skinheads there and all the all the, all the maniacs. And um, I always remember a couple of instances. One, one was this bloke up the back. It was a skinhead up the back. And he had this bucket. He brought a bucket. Don't ask me. And he pulled his bucket. And he's banging the daylights of it up the back, just banging it, banging and banging and banging it. And I always thought it was really bizarre, even though, even as a boy, you know, a teenager, I thought, of course, he's really mad. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it all, it all just added to it. It was brilliant, you know. And another time we had this, <laughs> we had an old geezer die. If anyone out there remembers this, then they'll, they'll know what I'm talking about. He died in the shed. And so what they did, the game carried on. They had like a raincoat on. I always remember he had a raincoat. And they, they, passed him out on their hands over their heads and there were some stewards down the bottom and some of the blokes jumped out and um, they took his body and they laid him behind the goal and the game just carried on. Good grief. When, when was <laughs> this? When was this? No, it's funny. Oh God, I don't know. 60s, 70s? Um, yeah, oh, 60s. It's yeah. 60s. And, um, and it was just really... I mean, everyone's. I'm laughing about it. It was actually a respectful silence up there yeah, in the shed yeah. at that moment. It was kind of like the old the old geezer had died, and they just and it, it seemed natural. Just lay him out behind the uh, behind the netting, and that's where he stayed. And the game carried on. Blimey! Well, if you're going to go, and, uh, I can think of worse ways. What a way to go! Brilliant. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. So, so basically, you, you know, yeah. you come from a long, a long. Well, I mean, you can trace your Chelsea lineage in your family right back to the beginning, which is. A, I don't think I've ever met anybody who has a connection to that first game. But your, your dad took you along. I mean, you're, you're a Westminster boy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm from Westminster. West, we're an old Westminster family, and been there for about I don't know, 140 years. You know, in the cheap seats before anyone starts having a go. <laughs> it's you changed know, a bit and, now, um, hasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and in World War Two, yeah. they uh, they went down in the, uh, you know, in the, uh, the Westminster Tube, and when they come up, not 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 only was their house gone, the street was gone. Blimey. They dropped five thousand pound bombs Oof. on it. Like pre World War Two, on an A to Z, you'll see Isha Street. Post forty five, there is no Isha Street, so they they bundled them, God knows where, and then they built them um, the marzipan flats down. Osfrey Road, Page Street. I know, yeah, and, the Page, uh, well, that, the, yeah. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that's where they ended up. Yeah, you're right, they are, they're Marsy, like, like like checkerboards, aren't they? Well, yeah, yeah, actually, I think I'll probably get it wrong, it's probably Battenberg, I think that's probably Yeah, it that would work. You know, it's that like squares, you know. Yeah, yeah. But as, we've got photographs of me when I was a kid out the back, you know, with my sister and my mum, and, and it was, I always thought they were black, the whole buildings were black. And then somebody had the idea of cleaning everything. Mm. And when they cleaned it, it's, it's black and white squares. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. It like, yeah. looks like a cake. Yeah. Great stuff. So, you know, early memories going to Chelsea. Do you, do you remember your first game, Kirk? Um, I, I think so. I think I do. I, I mean, I can't be sure. I was very young. Yeah. I was, you know, about four or five, you know. Dad took me along on his shoulders, and um, I think I was more interested in the hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, we, we watched the game, and you know, and I, oh, I'll never, never forget it. The, no. The, um, you know, right down the other end from what was the shed in them days. Right down the other end, um, we used to stand there on him 
what you call it, you know, the the, uh, the concrete steps with the iron yep. railings, you know, it's gone out there, is what they're called. Uh, the ter- of course, the terraces, obviously, it's terraced. And um, it's that. And I always remember um, Dad and all these blokes, and all these blokes, have, like Dad had come back from World War Two, and, you know, and I always remember them just going, everyone going mental, swearing and shouting. And it, and, and only in later years have I realised what what it actually was. It's basically an exorcism. Yep. It's like an exorcism <laughs> with all that stuff from World War Two. Yeah. And yeah. And then they go absolutely mental. And then every now and then, some bloke would shout something that was really funny, and you'd have like a hundred blokes laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember that. I remember that this thing. Dad, his, his veins were bulging. He was punching his palms in his hands. He was, you know, trying to mangled the railings is game mental as they all were mm. you know and i always i always remember this as a boy i never felt frightened but i just didn't really quite understand what was going on you mm. know obviously i didn't but you know but i mean it's it brilliant times you know it's exciting you know it's, it's really exciting and still is i'm i'm not looking back through the rosy glasses and going you know yeah when i was a boy and all this it no it's just as exciting the day yeah, well, I, I will look through rose-tinted spectacles because I, I think that a lot of a lot of that has been lost in football, and I think that at the end of the day, it, it's it's raison d'être, it's reason to be, is so working men could let their hair down on a Saturday and just go for it, and I think I think it has changed, and I, I'll be honest with you, Kirk, I, d- I don't think it's changed for the better. Although I have to be honest to say the football that we watch there nowadays is slightly better than it was when I first started going, that's for sure. I mean, did you get along much these days? Uh, every now and then, yeah. My um, my girlfriend's got a, a gang that have been going to Chelsea all their lives. And um, they, uh, you know, when one of them gets ill or doesn't want to go to a game, then we get offered up, you know, the ticket so we, so we can go. Or, in actual fact, she sees more games than I do. But she goes with the, the Chelsea girls. It's a, right. a bunch of about six women, and um, they, will, they will go there, and they love it. Absolutely Chelsea-fied, you know, completely. Mm. You know? Lovely. Um, and every now and then, I, every now and then I'll get, want to go along. So a lot of the time I'm sort of busy, but if I can make it, I will be there. You know, oh, I, I love it. Um, you know, going, going back a bit again, I mean, you know, you, you grew up in a... A, a really superb era for Chelsea because I'm getting the feeling that you were around for the Kings of the Kings Road team. You know the Osgoods, Alan Hudson's, Charlie Cook, Tommy Baldwin yeah. era. Yeah, that kind yeah. of era. I mean, who, who was your yeah. first Chelsea hero? Uh, first Chelsea hero. <laughs> really, uh, it's hard to call. I, I always something stick in my mind. You know, Chopper stuck yeah. in my mind. Obviously, you know, old Ron Harris and but. I used to like Hutchinson. No one had ever seen anything like it. I remember uh, being there and seeing the Hutch get the ball just past the halfway line and everyone was running for the goal. And I thought, why are they running for the goal? And then he did this incredible throw and dropped it in, virtually in front of the goalkeeper and, and people almost scored. And I've never seen anything like that in my life. I mean, maybe today it's common. I don't know. But apparently he's double-jointed, yeah. I'm told. And um, was. Uh, and um, he could throw the ball. And it was, it was amazing to watch. It was just like 
wow, how does, you know, how does anyone do that? You know what I mean? It's uh, it's like a he- yeah, it's like a human windmill, wasn't it? I mean, it was quite remarkable. Yeah, his, his, yeah. his arms flew. They just yeah. went, you know, like like a I don't know windmill. Yeah, windmill. Yeah, really so, fast. Did you get a chance to see the FA Cup final in 1970? My dad came uh, came home that day. And he said, "Right, son, we're going to see the game. We're going to Wembley." I said, "Have we, Dad? You got a ticket? Don't worry about that." So <laughs> we trundled to Wembley. And um, we get there, and there's a fence out the side or the back, I can't remember. Must have been about, I don't know, 15 feet tall, 20 feet, I don't know, something like that. And um, they said, right, up we go. And all along, was all these blokes scrambling up there over the wire mesh. They said, come on, son, up we go. And so and I went up there, right, and I got to the, he got to the top and he waited for me then helped me over the other side and went down. We, we went in and joined, joined the other Chelsea all shouting their heads of watching the game. And um, it was fantastic. But I've got another memory, which isn't quite so good. <laughs> it's when we arrived on the tube. I mean, I don't know the situation. I don't really know what was going on. But there was, was blokes running down the tube in butcher's aprons with cleavers. <laughs> and... Um, and I thought, and Dad said, stay close, son, stay close. They're not after us. They're just going to kill each other. Let them, let them kill each other. It's great. That's what they want to do. And uh, I said, all right, Dad, all right. You know. And it, it was war parties. It was war parties going to kill each other. Crazy. And um, what happened then, I've no idea. We, we got off the station while the ruckus was going on. And um, it was really quite... That was mad. That really was mad. Seeing blokes running butchers' aprons with a cleaver in their hand—that was just crazy. Yeah. I mean, all I can say is thank God it's not happening now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if there's one good thing that's happened about modern football, it, it, it's your chances of getting attacked by a bloke wearing a butcher's apron and a meat cleaver have, have somewhat reduced, which we should be thankful for. I think. Um, you know, just just looking back. <laughs> <laughs> well, indeed, I'd be there'd be a bit of a shock if there was. I think. Um, I mean, just looking back yeah. at your time supporting Chelsea, I mean, you know, what, what's your kind of, you know, is there a favourite moment that you that you can pinpoint? Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's really, really difficult because I'm so into it now that you know, into what's going on now that you know, when I love Eden Hazard mm. when he gets the ball, it's just fantastic, you know, and you know. I, Alonso, I like. I read out Alonso. You know, when he was scoring recently, he was brilliant. Um, and uh, I don't know. There's loads of it. Obviously, Didier Drogba. You know, he scored some fantastic winning goals, and you know, contributed to a lot of silverware. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And, um, and <laughs> my girlfriend always has a go at me. I go. I always go, JT's innocent, and you know, <laughs> I'm sure he is. I, I love JT, and obviously Frank is, you know, the best. Frank's the best. He's, he's the ultimately Frank. Mm. But I love JT. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, you know. yeah. Sadly missed. Same, uh, sad, oh yeah, you know, sadly missed. So, super Frankie, you know, so missed. You know. Costa, I thought Costa was really funny. Uh, obviously, a lot of people on the pitch didn't think he was funny. <laughs> but he, he was just at it all the time, wasn't he? He was brilliant. 
Well, I think that's true. I think I think the game, you know, I I I, I think it's really sad what happened with Costa because I think he got vilified in the media and became a bit of a pantomime villain for them. And I think that's a great shame because I think you, it, you need yeah. characters like that in the game. There aren't enough of them. You too. Yeah, and he yeah. was a naughty boy, but that's kind of why we liked him. Um, we should talk a little bit about about this season, Chelsea, because I know you and I occasionally, you know, share a bit of a chat on on Twitter about what we think's been yeah. going right or wrong. Um, it's been yeah. a funny old season, hasn't it, compared to last season, which was superb. But this season's been a bit. There's, there, there was an expression going around the pub on Sunday after the match, and the the general consensus was it's all a bit meh. Um. You know, I'm, I'm always, try, I always look at it. I'm always, I always try to read into it, you know, about the players. And you think, are these blokes actually doing it? Or are they actually doing it for themselves? Are they actually doing it for their, their teammates? Are they really trying? Mm. You know, you know, you're always looking to see if the team is performing as a team. Um, and I'm going to go against the run of... Um, Round of dialogue, probably, and I, and I think they have. I think you know, like the, the game the other day, you know, against West Ham. Mm. If um, what's his name? If Joe Hart hadn't pulled off like miracle saves, yeah. it would have been three-one Chelsea. Yeah, but for some reason, there was Joe Hart with his very end of his fingertips, you know, swerving balls outside the post, and um, that header from. You know, Oliver, Giroud, you know, that should have gone in. But for some reason, he got there. Mm. Mm. Uh, so really, there was two um, absolutely glaring goals that would have got... In any other situation, they'd have gone in, except Joe Hart decided to turn up times 100. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and save, save the day at the West Ham. Um, so if that had been the score... And you'd had an in, slightly inferior goalkeeper, and it had been three-one. It wouldn't be going well. It's not so bad. Yeah, it's just you're up against, you know, arguably the best goalkeeper, the best goalkeeping, you know, you, you've seen for Joe Hart in years. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I think it's a bit. You know, we had a bit of a ding dong about it on on, on the fan cast uh, last night. You know, me and Clayton were very much. Yeah. It's all about perspective. You know. It's not quite as bad as you think it is, and Jonathan and, and Marco were very much no. They've had it. They're all feeling really negative about it, and and we were kind of really saying that we think a, a lot of the negative because there is a lot of negativity around the club at the moment, certainly in the supporters. And and, and my feeling is it's yeah. it's kind it's of just, come from yeah. Conte really because he's been he's moaned a lot this season and he's been quite negative about what's been going on. And I, you know, it's a bit like that. You know, the old fish rots from the head syndrome. Yeah. Um. It's hard. It's really hard to say. Yeah. I, mean, I, I'm on. I'm me personally, like like everyone else, like all all the fans. We're on the outside looking yeah, in. Absolutely. And what really goes on in that changing room or out at Cobham? What really goes on? You will not know. Yep. You know, and and people, you know, it's like bands. You know, bands get in getting funny moods, and when they get in a funny mood together, it doesn't really work. No one really understands why. And then all of a sudden you go out and play a show. For some reason, everybody turns up. They come off stage and, you know, everyone's laughing and joking and swearing at each other and, and saying, you know, where, where the f- you, where you been the last six yeah. months? Yeah. You know, and then they'll turn around and say, where have you been? Yeah. And, and for some reason it clicks. And it, I, 
I sort of think it might be like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining I'm not in it. Obviously, I'm not down there at Commonwealth. I'm not part of it. I'm just some bloke. But, you know, it's... You know, do you know what I mean? You don't yeah. really know. No, you don't. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe, you know, he, he's... He, Conte's sitting there feeling a bit uh, vulnerable. And, um, you know, the team aren't really... You know, tucking the goals away, and uh, they've had a lot of luck go against them. You know, e.g., West Ham the other day. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's a funny thing. And it, as people keep saying, at the end of the day, where are you in the in the in the league, at Premiership, and where you know, are you winning? Are you winning? Mm. You're not. Mm. Right, so there's a problem. Yeah, that, right. that's a fair so point. What's the problem? And then they start looking for the problem. Next thing you know, it's him. No, no, no it's him. No, it's that, them two. And then, and then before you know it, the, the, the rumor mill starts, and a lot of these players get on. Um, uh, you know, they go on social media and they say, "Hang about, it's all about me." They've been really horrible to me, you know, or, or negative or. Unpositive, what do you want to say? I don't know. Maybe the, I mean, the young guys, they, they might be swayed by that. I, mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't really don't know. No, I, th- I this think it's just conjecture. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. You know, sure. we, we don't know and, and, and we'll never know. I, I, do like, I do like your comparison, though, with the football team being like a band. And if that's the case, Chelsea for me this season have, have been a band playing all the right notes, but quite, quite probably in the wrong order. <laughs> You know, <laughs> okay, yeah. but it is—it's all about cohesion, isn't it? And I do get that. It's, there's a vibe, isn't yeah. there? I mean, with any with any team, yeah. any, any group of people, if it's going to work, you've all got to buy into it and and kind of almost be as one. And and I think that that you know, I I, I heard yeah. Jason Cundy on the radio last night, and he said much the same thing. Actually, he said that you know, there's a great we've got a lot of really good individuals, but they're not really playing as a team at the moment. And I think that really speaks volumes for what you've just said. Um, I'm, I'm glad you Possibly, brought... I think, Sorry, go on, Kurt. Yeah, I think some people... I think some people, you know, like William, you know, who's just genius, you know, I, I think... And 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 Hazard, you know, the ball players, and mm. Pedro probably, you know, they're frustrated that they're not... I'm not going to say not getting a service, but they're frustrated that, that, that some of the, the link work doesn't link up. And we've all seen... Them, them glorious things when you've got, you know, William and Moses and Azard and whoever linking up and it's like it's like magic. They pass the ball with each other, they they take the other players out of the equation. Next thing you know, they stand there, the ball's in the end of they turn around and start running, cheering. Mm-hmm. And it works. But that at this moment in this season or this period doesn't seem to have really happened. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, in, in that case, yeah, Kirk, anyway, no, no yeah. doubt next season we'll win the league again because this is kind of what we do, isn't it? When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's matchday problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, 
they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, I'm, I'm glad you've uh, you've introduced the concept of music because I, I'm absolutely dying to talk to you uh, about music. As I said, you know, talk about football heroes. Uh, without sounding too gushing and fanboy, you were one of my musical heroes when I was a kid. So, But it, it's fascinating with Chelsea, isn't it? Because there's a huge, huge, huge uh, connection between Chelsea and music, especially punk. I mean, you know, we were talking before we... Started yeah. recording, you know, Joe Strummer, Charlie Harper, the members, Paul Cook, Steve Jones, Billy Idol, John O'Neill, Madness. And I mean, I could go on. I mean, there's so many, you know, great uh, musicians from the kind of the punk and post-punk era who, who are Chelsea supporters. And yeah. I can't, I've been racking my brains to think why this is. And I can't find an answer. I, I wonder if you could shed any light on it at all. I can't, you know. I mean, I'm, I mean, a, a lot of these people are, are West London. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like Joe, I mean, I don't really know where Joe came well, from. Well, they were but, all up in Labrador you know, Grove, well, weren't I, they? It's all around Elgin Avenue, yep. Labrador Grove. You know, it's all, you know, Paul Cook, Steve Jones, Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. One of my great mates, Robin Goodridge, who plays drums in Bush. Well, obviously, Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I mean, it, they're all kind of West London boys, and I, I don't know why it goes with why. Is, why isn't it you know someone else, QPR or whatever? I don't know. Um, well, we lost Mick it, Jones just, to QPR, didn't we? Yeah, well, I do. I just about forgive and, uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit hard about this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we we. I think it's the romanticism of Chelsea's. I mean, for me, I think it's a romantic thing. Chelsea's kind of it's a myth, you know. Yeah. When you when you buy into the myth, you buy into the the whole thing, and it's it, it's a buzz, isn't it? It's, it's a buzz that's with you all your life, you know. And I know, you know, I went on um, when I was in Los Angeles some years back. I went on Jones's jukebox. Oh, did you, you know, Steve Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Pistols, yeah, yeah, and. Um, I went in and I'd I'd met Steve in the old days when he was having a bit of a bad time. I didn't, you know, I didn't really know him, and um, and then you know he's done brilliantly, you know, with his radio show and all the rest of it in America, and uh, and first thing he goes cutting it. The first thing he said to me, "You're trusting you?" I went, yeah, and I, how he, <laughs> he commandeered me for the whole radio show. And the other people was with. He wasn't interested. <laughs> he wanted to know what the team was doing. Yeah, he, he's um, he, yeah, he's really into brilliant. them, isn't he? You know, I I, I, work, I worked a bit in LA, and I used to tune into his show, and and it was always great to hear his voice. And I, I remember watching a fantastic uh, interview he did with uh, Joe Cole, 
And uh, Jonesy was like a schoolboy. Yeah. yeah, he was like a little schoolboy. It was so excited. It was brilliant. I mean, the only the only theory I've got is, of course, that I love Joey Cole as well. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah, brilliant player. Brilliant. He's player. here. He's there. He's, every, He's every. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, Kings Road. I I always wondered if if the link really between the music and the football was the fact that you know it's all to do with the Kings Road as well, I, which was always the place to hang out. Uh, you know, I got, going back to yeah. the the days when I used to go and see, you know, Spear of Destiny. It was, you know, the robot shop, La Rocca, all of that kind of thing. Yeah. Everybody used to head. Anybody was anybody I, headed for the King's yeah. Road, and the football followed. You know, yeah. yeah. I used to have uh, my my bass player in Theatre of Hate is Stanley 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 Stanley, Stanley you know, and um, complete Chelsea and Stanley had got this flat. In Danny in, in Sloan Square, mm. and uh, it was just it was just like this cupboard, this sliding door, the cupboard, a single bed in there, and um, he said, "Do you want it?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Me and him used to pay thirty-two pound a week each, <laughs> and I used to live in the cupboard, and I was at my m- most happy in my whole life down in that stupid cupboard, chucking knives at the wardrobe, oh, brilliant. you know, shouting, and you know, and obviously we had. You know the Chelsea thing going on down there, and Stanley used to go to all the games. He used to go every, you know, every possible game he possibly could. He was down there with Barnet. Do you know Barnet, the Twelve Bar Club. Oh, oh. Mark, what am I talking about? Mark Barnet. Mark, Mark Barnet. Oh, actually, the name rings a bell. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that mob down there. Um, you know, he's had the Twelve Bar Club in Denmark Street. Yeah, you know, yeah. Closed everything down down there and took it over. But um, he's still going, I believe. Yeah, Mark, Mark's still going. Right, talking to music, Kirk. Uh, one Go of my on favourite bands, Spirit Destiny. You got a new album out, fourteenth studio album. Am I right, Tontine? Um, I've got to be yeah, honest. I've 14th. given yeah, I've given it a listen, and I've got to say, it's 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 just got it's got classic Spirit of Destiny all written all over it. You know, I mean, your vocals yeah. get better and better and better with age, mate. How does that work? Bit like old cheese, it matures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, th- I think I'm just lucky. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've lost, I've lost uh, an octave and a half at the very yeah, top. Yeah. I don't sound like a cat screaming anymore. But um, you know, it's 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 a real tenor voice now. Mm. So, you know, I'm v- I'm very lucky to still have a voice. A mm. lot of my contemporaries don't have voices. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's people, you know, we've had fantastic reviews yeah. in classic rock, mojo, louder than war, et cetera, et cetera. And they've all been glowing reviews. On it. And I think it is, you know, I mean, I'm not banging a drum, but I, I am proud of it. I think it's a great album. There's some fantastic songs on it. And the sound, the actual sounds on it are great. We're absolutely first class. But it's, at the end of the day, it's the songs, and I think there's some fantastic songs on it. And it's a it's a great collection of songs, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that's how it came across to me. I mean, it's got, you know, as I said, it's got classic overtones of of the spirit of Destiny that I, I knew and love as a kid, but it's got a maturity about it. It's quite dark and moody as well, I think. It's quite soulful, that's how I'd describe it, you know, some of the songs on there. It's, it's, it's quite a moody album. I liked it a lot. Yeah, um, there is. 
Is it dark? Yes, it is. I think so. Parts of it, parts of yeah. it are. There's no denying it. Yeah. It's, it's not intentionally done like that. It's just the way it is. Like, you know, songs like... I did one about Brighton. Yeah. Um, and um, that, that's pretty... And the, sorry, the other one is Mr. Livingston, I presume. Yes. That is that is a sad tale. Yeah. Uh, a great mate of mine sort of ended up in Brazil, dead. You know, he's one of these people who had everything, absolutely everything. Made it himself, made his own money, did property, dumpty dumpty, and um, ended up in Brazil, and we all went tragically wrong out there. But it, it's one of them songs that you just write because you do. It's like you write about things which you actually care about. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I mean, I can't write. I can't write a song to order. No, that's not how I work. No. Yeah. Well, I've always felt. I've always felt you. You. You wrote from the heart, and and I mean, I remember as a kid a lot of the earlier stuff. It was. It was quite angry music, quite political actually. I think you know as well. You know, angry. It's what we liked. Um, yeah, I mean, know. yeah. What keeps I'll you going, mate? My, my dad, Sorry, go on, go on, my Kurt. Dad said to me once. Dad said to me once, oh, it's really mad. I was going to bed, you know. I was just going to bed, and Dad was staying at my house at the time. And um, he said, son, I said, what, what, Dad? He goes, anger makes you real, son. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the blue. And I went, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm like about 30, I must point out. And yeah. uh, I went to bed, I was like, Ugh. Fucking lunatic. But it's you know it, it's relevant, and I mean yeah. this is the thing. I mean, do you know what the last? It's really odd, and, and again, a lot of my mates. I mean, I've been to more gigs in the last two years than I have in the previous, say, ten or fifteen, and I and I, and yeah. I think it's no coincidence because I think a lot a lot of the the older punk bands that I used to be really into when I was a kid have either come back or are still going. I mean, you know, there's a real revival going. I mean, we, I was at the Ruts gig uh, with Stiff Little Fingers the other week. So they were yeah. superb. Again, another band. They get better and better and better with age. Killing Joke, who, 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 I, who I'm, yeah. we used to take it in turns at Christmas times. So it would be like one week Spirit Destiny, the next week it was Killing Joke at the Lyceum or the Palais. They're still going strong and they're yeah. still doing new material and it's superb. Uh, the yep. skids are back. Um, you know, there's so many out there that are coming back and and I, I again, like you know, I, I can't understand why, but I'm so delighted. And and I think maybe it's because there's there's something that has to be said still, and they're still very relevant. And it's great to see you guys out there still doing it. It really is warms the cockles of an old man's heart. Ah, oh, brilliant. I, I I I think I think without becoming politicised, I think you know a very small amount of people in society own virtually everything. Mm. The people in the middle are getting forced outwards and downwards, you know, the middle classes, whatever. And the byproduct of it all is a very small amount of everything. The rest, you know, are struggling to stay where they are and hold their heads above all that. And I think there's a lot of angry people out there. Mm. You know, I've, I've noticed it. Where, I mean, I, I tour around the country, you know, I go out there and I see some. I see some angry faces, you know. It's kind of out there. It, it's 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 simmering. Mm. It's not boiling. It's simmering, and there's a lot of angry faces out there. And I think, you know, that kind of sentiment. Um, someone said to me the other day, you know, that song "Playground of the Rich." Yeah, you know, yeah. Ago, said it's more relevant today yep. than, it, than it was back then. Yeah. And I thought, actually, yes, it it it's 
taken out of its context of 1985 or whenever it was, and now put it in the context of today, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, without, you know, without going mental, I mean, there's, there's plenty of things you, you see through the media and, you know, through the official voice of the media and, uh, sorry, the official voice of the government. And it, it makes you angry. Mm. It just really does, you know, especially with the amount of, of wealth there is in this country. We should surely take care of our own in this country. We really should. You know, they can't, we can't have people... Uh, I moved down to Brighton, you know? Yeah. And the amount of homeless people wandering yeah. around is just... You know, the state of these, some of these people, you know, it's just diabolical. And um, we really should take care of our own. We should. You know, I think this it's... This is not bleeding art. No, no, no. liberalism. This is just take care of people. It's common human decency, Kirk. And it, I, I, yeah. I, like you, I cannot understand that how a country as rich as we are and as supposedly as civilised as we are can't house everybody who needs or wants to be housed i think that's just unbelievable in 2018 i mean just before christmas you know i'm on the on the chelsea supporters trust we we were very involved in organizing food banks uh down at the, well, yeah, uh, the cfc uk stall we, we did very well with that but you know though we did have a few people saying well you're chelsea why why do you have to raise food banks but you wouldn't believe the need for it even in the borough of hammersmith and fulham it's uh it is quite frightening, but right. there you go. Um, listen, old fruit, we got we've got yeah. the. Uh, it's, it's also you know talking of Spear of Destiny as we were. It's the thirty five thirty fifth yeah. anniversary of Grapes of Wrath this year, is it not? That's correct. There yeah. we go. So I got yeah. something right then. <laughs> well, I should know because I remember buying the bloody thing. But uh, you're celebrating <laughs> that. You're celebrating that with a with so a spirit. The I was the yeah. I was the one who bought it. You know, <laughs> flying Scotsman. Oh, don't yeah. don't get me started, Kurt. But uh, you know, Spiridessi are doing a tour, aren't they? To uh, is, is it ostensibly is that to back up the the anniversary, or are you just doing it for the hell of it? Yeah, it's it's a mixture. Back up the anniversary and also play some of the new album yeah. people. And and obviously, you know, some of the old, the songs that, you know, if if you don't play them, they they go, you know, gaga about it. You know, like you have to play, you know, Liberator and Mickey and, and stuff like that. You have to play all that stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, people feel disappointed, you know. so And I appreciate that. You know, these are the people that, you know, have sustained my career, if you want to call it that. Um, they sustain me throughout the, the years, decades. So, you know, you owe... You definitely owe them some gratitude for yeah. that. So um, I do. So uh, so yeah, we play that play. You know, some quite a lot of the songs they really want to hear. World Service. You know, you know the, the big classic songs. Good. And um, and that's cool. So it's going to be like I hate when people say a celebration. You know, it sounds like celebrate what? But you know, <laughs> it, it kind of is. Well, it's a la- it's a landmark. Getting... It's a milestone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it really was. It's from, Fantastic songs on there, you know. Fantastic songs. And, and why not play them? Why yeah, not? Yeah. You know, that, that's the whole concept. And this all kicks off in May. Um, I do this event every year called Weekend at Westworld. Yep. It's like two days of of, uh, of me shouting me head off. And um, then we move on to London, which is... Um, May 13th, May the 13th at the May venue. 13th, thank you. Yeah, I only know that because yeah. I shall be there with my mate Simon. We'll be uh, we'll be enjoying okay. that. <laughs> I can't wait, actually. Right. And then uh, we've also got uh, tickets for... We're going to see Theatre Hate supporting the Skids in June as well. 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that'd be a great night. It will, it will, because I, I missed the skids. And Shepherd's Bush, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I missed them last year, which really pissed me off, frankly. But uh, it's lovely when you get to see... They're great, they're absolutely great. Yeah. I was with Richard the other night, Richard Johnson the other night. He's a, such a nice fella. Yeah, well, they're... they're, they're... He lives in Berlin. He yeah. Berlin, invited me to come over and cycle about and have a look at the city, you know. Yeah, well, their album's good too. I mean, they released a new new piece of work last year, and that's a cracking album as well. So I'm looking forward to that. So it'd be quite this, you know, a bit like the Spear gig, I suspect. You know, a bit of old and a bit of new, which is always nice, I think. Um, yeah. And but Theory Hate again. I mean, you see, because I was, I you, you see, you you disbanded Theory Hate before I had a chance to see them. You see, and uh, I've only just about forgiven you now. But uh, I made up for it last <laughs> year because uh, me and Simon went to see you in the garage. Uh, in in oh, Highbury and Islington, okay. yeah, and of course, what we forgot—I forgot at the time that Arsenal play Man United that day, so that meant we had to get there earlier so we could actually get in a pub. So I was a bit worse for wear by the time I turned up. But I have to say, I mean, you know, talking about a lot of the older bands getting better and better and better. I mean, the musicianship on that night—I mean, that was that—it was one of the best gigs I saw last year. It was absolutely phenomenal. So I'm really looking forward That's to seeing Theatre Hate again. That was cracking, absolutely cracking. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna be doing some shows, you know, later in the year, you know, from the skids thing onwards, I think. And um, it's just something that comes together every now and then. We do theatre, yeah. Right? So it's kind of like it is a bit of catch it if you can, you know, just because it's not a regular thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, Stanley lives in Pennsylvania. John lives in Canada, so you know you have to you have to organise people yeah. to come together to be able to do it. So. But I mean, it is it is incredible. I mean, I I really enjoy. It. For me, it's just fun. Mm. I mean, I, I I you know, Stanley goes out the front and does that kind of strange stuff that he does on his own, and he's 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 funny and and he's quite brilliant as well. You know, he, he's just I he's Stanley. I feel like, <laughs> well, that, I know, you know, I know what you, you mean. Know, like, yeah, I mean, having seen know, it, yeah. having seen it, there is no other way to describe it than just saying, "Well, he's yeah. just Stanley," but he leaps around like a yeah. teenager. I mean, it was quite incredible. I mean, it's a great I, venue, the I, garage. I, I, it has to be said, and the atmosphere was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, there were no well, when Simon and I went, there, there, there were no travellers there. You know what I mean? It was just people who loved the yeah. band, loved the music, and just were there to enjoy the moment. And there was a great atmosphere there. So it was a cracking gig. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, can't the, can't wait till the great. June gig as well. Well, that'd be cracking. Um, you know, beyond all of that, Kirk, any more plans for another? I mean, you've, I know you've only just released a new album. You got any more plans? More Dead Men Walking, that kind of thing. Um, the Dead Men Walking thing is, is like when you know Jake Burns, you know the SNF singer, and and uh, Segs and Dave from the Ruts. Mm. These are the guys in the band at the moment, and unfortunately, they're very, very busy people. So, yeah. you know, trying to target a time period, trying to tie people down. Give me. Give me two weeks in this month. I can't. Give me two weeks. In yeah. I can't. But it, 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 it's a bit like that. But one of these days, you know, it will all uh, um, it will all come together again. And we'll go do another one, which was a riot. It was a complete riot and very funny. The funniest thing I've ever been involved in in my life. <laughs> some of that stuff and the audience are shouting stuff out, and it's like, it's it's like it's like, it's like vaudeville or some kind of beer hall. Or, it was just hysterical. Brilliant. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, great yeah. stuff. Well, but I... as far as we, as you say, you know, as far as recording, I could try and do some more new theatre of eight tracks at the end of the oh. year. I've got about I've got about three ideas. Um, 
and I might generate some more in, in between with, with any luck. Well, but, um, it's a you know, it's 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 a good year. It's a good year for me. Well, it's really it's and great. Hopefully, uh, you know. Good year for Chelsea. Well, too. let's hope so. I was going to say, it's. Re- I mean, it's great to hear that you guys are all so busy, actually. And as I said, there's just, there just seems to be this, you know, huge wave of energy coming out from some of you guys, and it's just, it's yeah. just brilliant to see. And uh, uh, if only Chelsea had your energy, Kirk. I think is all I could say. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they need Super Stanley. Maybe we know. need Stanley as manager. Maybe that that'll get him going. Do you know, he's he's got his uh, his base rig because he'd had it done. He'd had his base rig flight case. And it came out, and it was Chelsea brilliant. Had the Chelsea crest on on the outside of the flight. I said, "Stanley, I <laughs> we better lose that when we go to Leeds." Well, yes, yes, <laughs> probably a good idea. That yeah, you got to be careful up there. Yeah. Final question, Kirk. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. obviously I'm going to be seeing you in your kind of acoustic version tomorrow night in Winchester, and then again on on Sunday in London, yeah. which I'm really looking forward to. But. Uh, uh, final question, really: Are Chelsea going to win the FA Cup yeah. this year? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say yes. I'm going to say yes because why not? Why know? not? I, I, I think they're well capable of it. It's not like they're you know, you know, Division Three people. They're well capable of winning. Yeah. It. Well capable. Yeah. You know, I just. That that that'd uh, lift everybody's spirits yeah. about the team, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, whether they win it or not, you know, they are, they'll still be supporting them. Well, quite exactly. Yeah. Win or lose, up so, the blues. Absolutely, you always know, the way. Sun and rain, the whole deal. Absolutely, Kirk. And, you know, go on, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Loving Chelsea, that's it. Yeah, Loving them. absolutely, Kirk. I mean, yeah. this this has been just so enjoyable. I, I really, really, really appreciate this. Thank you so much for spending the time speaking to us. And as I said, uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Good luck for the album. Yeah. I hope it does really well. And uh, I look forward to seeing uh, the acoustic set, and then Spear on the thirteenth of May, and then Theodore Hate uh, with with the Skids on the thirtieth of June. It's going to be a cracking summer, mate. Yeah, nice one, man. Nice. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.